In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. In the Gospel of today, the Lord is sharing with us some facts about our life in Christ. When we live godly life, and we become witnesses for Him here in the world. The first fact that we will be persecuted for our righteousness, for our godliness. The world will not like this because the prince of the world is Satan and Satan doesn't want people to be righteous or to be godly. That's why the Christian and the believers will be persecuted. In the past, people were persecuted by pagans or by non-Christian who killed them and persecute them and imprisoned them to try to force them to follow their religion. But now, especially in the West, the persecution is different. It's not like that. But people even who claim to be Christian they want actually to compromise the biblical facts and the biblical standards and to dilute the morality of the people. And they try to teach strange doctrines as if they are the doctrines of God under the name of love, tolerance, and acceptance. They are determined to change the mind of our children and to brainwash them in order to accept this new philosophy and ideology. The rise of the LGBT community around us and all these liberal thoughts that want to liberate us not from sin, but to liberate us from righteousness and godliness and to make us slaves to sin and slaves to Satan. And they are working, unfortunately, diligently to influence the education system and the schools. And that's why we have responsibility here even if we will be hated, as the Lord said, you will be hated by all for my name's sake. Some people are not courageous enough to speak and say this is wrong. Some people try to use political correctedness in order to survive. But the Lord make it very clear to us in the gospel of today, it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. So this is an occasion for testimony. This persecution, as the Lord told us, they will lay their hands on you, persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons, and will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. God wants us to testify 
God wants us to say, no, this is wrong. The truth is the word of God. And we cannot compromise the word of God. And we cannot dilute the word of God. It is an occasion for testimony. And many of us become worried what we are going to say. Maybe I will compromise my job. I will compromise my career if I speak clearly. But the Lord told us, don't worry. Settle it in your hearts, not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. So here when you decide to bear testimony for God and to stand for the truth and to defend the truth, don't worry. Because the Holy Spirit will inspire you. The Holy Spirit will put the right words on your mouth. The Holy Spirit will give you the mouth and the wisdom which no one can contradict or resist. And unfortunately, the persecution can come even from friends, from relatives, from parents, from siblings. As the Lord told us, you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will send some of you to your death. We need to expect that in this very difficult time, even the house can be divided against itself. Some people support these immoral philosophies and some people stand for righteousness. That's why the Lord said, I did not bring peace on earth, but a sword. Not sword that we will kill others, definitely not. But sword on Christianity, sword on the believers, sword, as the Lord said, they will put some of you to your death. When the Lord was arrested, and St. Peter tried to use his sword, the Lord rebuked him and told him, return the sword back to its grab, for those who kill with the sword, by the sword they will be killed. And he healed the person whose ear St. Peter cut off. Here the Lord is telling us, you need actually to expect even betrayal from very close people. The Lord himself experiences one of his 12 disciples, Judas Iscariot, betrayed him and delivered him to the Gentiles. What we need during this time? We need two things, actually. Number one, we need faith in the grace of God, to trust him to trust that he will be with us and will support us. As he told us in the gospel of today, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. Not a hair of your head shall be lost. Not a single hair will fall down without permission from God. That's why in the Pauline letter today, 
from Romans chapter 8. We heard that we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. All things. St. Paul did not say in the majority of time or most of the time. He did not say this. But he said all things, even persecution, even tribulation, even going through hard time or difficult time, all things work together for good to those who love God. Maybe some of us will ask how things work together for good to those who love God. And the Lord told us they will send some of you to your death. Where is the goodness here if they are going to kill us as it happened with the martyrs? We should not actually look to our life only on earth. There is eternal life. And if you don't look at the eternal life and we look only on our life here on earth, as St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, will be the most pitiful among men. If we don't have hope in resurrection, if we don't have hope in eternal life, we'll be the most pitiful here, most miserable here on earth. Look at the story of Lazarus and the rich man. If you look at their story here on earth, we have one person who suffered all the time all the time and did not have one day of rest and the other person who lived in luxury with all the pleasures of the world if the story ended here and if there is no eternal life it's a very miserable story but when you put the eternal life what will happen Lazarus rested in the bosom of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the rich man received his punishment for the hardness of his heart and the non-repentant heart. Now we can see the justice. We can we see the fairness. So yes, it is true. All things work together for good to those who love God. We need to have this, this faith that nothing will happen to us unless God allows it. And when God allows it, it's for our benefit. When King Saul was chasing David to kill him, here we have a king with a whole army chasing one person. David said to King Saul a very beautiful answer. He told him, if God allowed you to kill me, let him accept my life as a sacrifice. But if God did not allow you to kill me, you cannot touch me. And that's what happened. God did not allow King Saul to kill David. In spite of the several trials that King Saul tried to kill David, but he failed. Yes, not one single hair will be lost without permission from God. With this faith, with this trust in the grace of God, will not be afraid, will not be fearful, will not be scared, but will be able to testify for the truth with strength 
because God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but he gave us the spirit of power. And the second thing that we need, as he said, in your patience, possess your souls. We need to be patient. Patience and perseverance are needed in every single aspect of our life. Not only in our spiritual life, but in every single aspect. Students need patience in their studies. If they are not patient, they cannot accomplish any success in their life. Workers, they need to have patience in their work in order to achieve their project. In the same way, in the time of trials and persecution, we need to be patient and we need to wait for the Lord. And God will answer us in the right time. God will never forsake us or leave us as he promised us, I will never forsake you or leave you. This doesn't mean that God will do it our way. But even during the time of persecution and suffering, as he did with the martyrs, he was with them, empowering them, strengthening them. He was supporting them even during this difficult time. We need actually to gain our souls through patience. Possess means to win or to own, to be yours. When I say that's my possession, this means it's mine. My soul will be lost if I don't have patience. But if I have patience, I will win my soul. I will own my soul. I will possess my soul. In this time, actually, everything around us is going very, very fast. And now we don't have patience. Don't have patience. Because everything around us is going very fast. Many families, when they have just small problems, they don't have patience to fix their problems but they seek divorce and they seek separation. Why? Because they don't have patience. They don't wait. We don't give one another a second chance or a third chance, although God gives us millions of chances. Why? Because we don't have patience. In dealing with one another, we don't have patience. If we have patience, we will encourage, we'll support, we'll endure, we'll persevere, but we don't have patience. In Hebrews, St. Paul said, for you need to be patient. We need to be patient. We need to learn how to be patient. Also, we need to be patient with ourselves. Many times when we struggle, with certain bad habits in our life and we don't overcome it quickly, we lose hope and we give up even on ourselves again because we don't have patience. We need actually to learn how to wait. 
wait for the Lord. Those who wait for the Lord, as we read in Isaiah chapter 40, they will renew strength. They will have the eagle wings. They will renew power. They will walk and will not be tired. They will run and they will not be tired. So we need actually to have patience. So in the Gospel of today, the Lord shared with us these important facts. Number one, that we will face persecution and tribulation because of our faith. Number two, this is opportunity for us, occasion for us to testimony, to bear witness for God, because we are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. And number three, don't worry what you are going to say, because the Holy Spirit will give you the mouth and the wisdom that no one can contradict or resist. And number four, this betrayal can even happen from very close people in our life, family members or even friends. But number five, God will not forsake you or leave you. Even one single hair will not fall down without permission from God. So God will be with you. And the last fact, you need to have patience because in your patience you will possess your own soul. Be patient and wait for the Lord. Let's dedicate this liturgy that the Lord may give us strength to be strong witnesses for him, to be able to stand against the current corruption and the current immorality that's spreading too fast in the world and actually affecting our children. Let us pray for our children to be protected from all this ungodly atmosphere around us. Let's pray for our families to be protected from the influence of this immoral and corrupted current around us. So all of us will be true witnesses to God, light to the world and soul to the earth. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.